Hello and welcome to this week's installment of Hanging Out with Hagen. I'm your host, Hagen, joined by Sidekick Steve. Steve, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Sidekick Steve here, reporting for duty. All right. Well, you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's do Rapid Fire Recap. Kick us off, Steve. Week 11 Rapid Fire Recap, the best way to kick off the pod every week. We'll start about last week's matchup. We'll uh, lead off with Saved by LaBelle, yours truly, versus Pittsburgh Feelers. Uh, Deets won 104.7 to 80.7. It looked like my team was going to have a long shot, but then Tyreek Hill got hurt Monday night and just pulled up lame and got a big goose egg, and the rest was history. Yeah, Dietz's team's getting hot at the right time. He's looking good. Uh, let's move it along to Aaron's effing blinders, Jared Giacchino versus Shake and Bake, Kyle Miller. Uh, Jared's team was pretty hot, uh, but if you were going to play him, this was definitely the week to do it. He had a lot of buys. Uh, nonetheless, Miller put up a great score, 108.6, and he earned every bit of it. You know, it's crazy what two weeks can do for you. Starting off two weeks ago, Jared was the hottest, best-looking team going into the playoffs, and now he's crashing hard. He's going to have to rebound quickly. Up next, look at the detail. Trent Sorensen, Odell Beckham, Jesus, Nick Benassi. The schedule rigging is over, apparently. A thrashing by Trent, 126.8, 75.9 by Nick. As you mentioned in the last game, Trent's getting hot at the right time. This is looking good. He's got to keep pushing. Trent, high score of the week, too. So an extra 30 uh, buckaroonies in his pocket. Ooh, he loves that, uh, the Jewish blood in him. That loves Jewish that blood. Uh, fun fact, Trent does have a little bit of Jew in him. So Is that keep right? Keep that in mind. Well, if you pay attention to the game of the week this week, you'll see that I uh, mentioned that as well. Interesting. Up next. Uh, Steve's man crush team, Chubb Can't Lose, Ooh. Tony Teolis versus Brandon Johnson and his new team name, Hilton Green Inn. Uh you know what? I don't have much to say about this one. Uh, Tony, per the huge, looked really good, 105.8. Uh, and Brandon pretty much shit the bed. Uh, for a second, I thought that he was potentially going to beat my low score of the season at 46 points. But he pulled it out, 50.6. This is interesting because during the week, Brandon completely overhauled his roster. And I mean completely no one's the same except maybe a handful of players. Uh, so he knew this week the chemistry was going to be off. He wasn't going to have it. But he's in it for the loser's bracket. He committed, and he wants to push ahead. I'm curious to see how his team plays out. Let's jump to the last game. First place, Jones in for my Julio versus who's this Danger Russ, right? Oh, you know what? I needed to get a little good mojo after my last two losses. So switching things up, I'm now Danger Russ. Instead of Russell and Flo. Don't Russell, forget that he has the clover. Early I did add the clover in there, too, which I thought was a nice, lucky touch. Uh, Russell and Flo just wasn't getting it done, so we're moving on. Danger Russ. Third name uh, of the But I also lost. Him, Third it, name of the season. I lost 79.7 to 104.2. Uh, you know what? I had a very lackluster team, and uh, Wes's team's just better than mine. And that's all you can say about that. One uh, quick note here, every winning team scored over 100 points. Every losing team scored 81 or lower. So it wasn't, it was no close matchups, just all wide margin victories. And uh, teams getting ready for playoff yeah, shape. You, you usually get a, a team that sneaks out a bullshit victory. Kind of surprised that didn't happen this week. Not this week, but that was your week 11 rapid fire recap. Perfect. Let's uh, keep this party rolling. All right. What should we go to next? Maybe the look ahead for week 12? Let's do the look ahead. Makes you wanna, sense. You want to start us off? We'll start off again with my team, Saved by LaBelle versus uh, Odell Beckham Jesus. Nick down to 8-3. and three. Doesn't matter. He's still going to get a top three seed. Me fighting for last place, trying to find anything. Injury bugs are just killing me again. 
but it's okay. It's going to be a tough outing here. I'm not worried about the next two weeks I'm trying to get to the loser's bracket. What do we got next, Ryan? We got look at the detail, Trent Sorensen versus Aaron's F and Blinders, Jared Giacchino. Interesting match. Uh, as I mentioned in the Rapid Fire recap, last week was probably the week that you wanted to play Jared. This week is the week you do not want to play Jared because he's got all his guys back. Uh, regardless, Trent's got a good squad too. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, and this is my game of the week. Two, five, and six teams. The loser might go home. They'll still have an outside shot, but I don't know about that. Up next, we got Shake and Bake Miller. Scorching Shake and Bake Miller versus Jones from my Julio, who's 10 and 1. And man, what a regular season this guy's putting together. You just hope he can keep it going in the postseason, which I think he will. Uh, the projections are really tight. I want to see how this plays out because, like I said, Miller might be might be onto something right now. He might be put up in a fight. I don't know if it's too much for a ten and one, but we'll see. Then we have my game, Danger Russ. Oh, there it is again with a little splash of Irish in there with the clover. Yes, well, you know that uh, Russell Wilson is black Irish, so it makes sense. <laughs> Good point. Uh, against Tony Teolis, Chubb can't lose. This one's going to be a tough one for me. Uh, Tony's team has been really good all year. Uh, but I do get a little bit lucky in the fact that Dalvin Cook is on a bye, so maybe that'll help me out. I'm excited. This is like the first time I've had all my players really back, other than uh, David Johnson and Kenyon Drake, who have kind of been fucking me the last six weeks anyway. So I'm excited. I think this is my best shot to win that I've had in a while. And, you know, there's no more uh, what-ifs. You have to win the next two just at least have a shot. You're an outside looking in, but... We'll see how that plays out in our next segment. Up last, we have Pittsburgh Fielders versus the newly named Hilton Green Inn. Uh, Brandon, you know, we've been talking a lot with uh, Schedule Gate with Benassi. This week, it might be Roster Gate. You know, what? I don't know what BJ's going to do. He has a lot of interesting uh, matchups and buys, but he's not dropping anyone because he wants to keep his players. And that might affect other teams. We're going to get to that. We don't want to talk about it right now. We'll get to that next segment. Pittsburgh Fielders, Dietz is always just right in the muck of the playoff hunt uh he, he needs this win he can't fall you know lose to a last place team that, that might do it for him so uh this will be an important game as well jeff driscoll is starting quarterback for Dees. love that move yeah he uh he scored 27 points last week so who does he play this week the uh washington, washington redskins. redskins so a pretty nice matchup for him uh we'll see i mean I need Dietz to lose this week if I want any shot of making the playoffs, but uh, luck hasn't really been on my side this year, so we will see. And that is our Week 12 look ahead. Up next, we'll be talking about playoff implications. So this week we're doing something a little different. We bypass having a weekly guest. Some people couldn't make it. Uh, instead, we thought it'd be more vital to discuss the standings implications and the playoff hunt. Two it's weeks playoff to, time. Playoff time, baby. Two weeks to go. There's five teams fighting for three spots, and the standings are tight. A lot of things can happen. My uh, statistician, Ryan Hagen, broke down some scenarios, and I want him to take it away. It's going to be kind of a standings hybrid uh, segment here. So, Ryan... Start off with whoever you want and let me know your thoughts. So I think first, let's just address the fact that uh, there's a couple guys already pretty much in the playoffs right now. Um, and the only 
changes that might occur there are going to be that that number two seed, that uh, buy. It's either going to be Tony or Nick. Right. Uh, so that's still in play. But outside of that, really, it's to make the playoffs, it's Miller, Jared, Trent, Dietz, and myself. Five guys, three spots. Five guys, three spots. And Jared and Trent play each other this week. Big. So, so one of them has to win and goes to six wins, and one of them has to lose, which keeps them at five wins. And gets them to seven losses, which is pretty much the kiss of death at that point. Correct. But in this scenario, since my team's been so bad and I'm still in contention, uh, they're probably going to be okay if they lose, but there's still a chance that that loser might not make it. Well, let's start off at the bottom of this mix with your team, Ryan. You're four and seven. You've lost four in a row. So what needs to happen for you to have a shot at the playoffs? I'm glad you asked. Team Dangerous is not looking very good right now. For me to make the playoffs, I need to beat Tony, and I also need Dietz to lose this week. And then if both of those scenarios play out and they happen in my favor, I need to win the next week in a head-to-head matchup against Dietz. And then even if I win that, I need the loser of the Jared Trent matchup this week to lose in week 13. But there's a decent chance that if Jared loses to Trent this week, Jared could lose again because he plays West, who's the best team in the league. Yes, that's huge. That'd be a horrible way to go. That'd be terrible. And, and you mentioned Jared. Jared has lost two weeks in a row after looking so hot. If he somehow loses to Trent this week, three in a row, heading into the last week of the season against the number one team, he can lose out the last four games and, and let that playoff chance slip. So that's a big, you know, big thing for him too. So Miller basically just needs to win one more game. He's for sure in no yeah. matter what. Even if he loses with six wins, he's still got a very good chance of making it. Uh, he's got good points. Same with, for for example, Trent has five wins. If he gets that six wins, I think he's going to be okay too because Trent's got like the third highest points in the league Trent this year. Trent does have the third so highest. So he's yep. going to win in a tiebreaker situation. That's why I specifically need some of these teams to lose out because I am so far behind in points that I won't be able to catch those guys. And, I, and you mentioned points, which brings us to uh, technically you're in eighth place. The person technically in seventh place, Kyle Dietz, out of this whole mess um, of five and six teams or six and five Miller, he has the least amount of points. So he either needs to have a couple big outputs, which will result in wins, obviously, or he's done. He's so, also got the easiest remaining schedule. He's facing Brandon, and you touched on roster gate potentially yes who might not even fill a full roster and then he's got me as as much as i'd like to think that i'm going to put up a really good fight uh, i've been thinking that every week and my lackluster squad has been nothing but lackluster so, so it looks like Dietz has the toughest road well uh, i have the toughest road well then yeah with all the scenarios but you know i, I don't want to say it's not realistic for you it's an uphill battle for you for the realistic five and six teams Dietz has the toughest jared might have the hardest and you mentioned Rostergate, uh, Brandon's team. He made a lot of trades, and he needed to. I mean, I'm just I'm looking at his roster now. Jameis Winston, Montgomery, Hunt, uh, Kittle, Geis. Jeez, uh, you can keep going. I mean, yeah. Thielen, uh, Hill, so, Peterson. So I mean, basically, when you flip through it, when you look at his roster as is right now, and you flip through it through the weeks to come, I don't know that he's going to drop anybody. And if A.J. Green doesn't play... 
I think he's going to keep him, so I don't know. He As doesn't. He should. Yeah, and he doesn't have – and if T.Y. Hilton doesn't play either, he's got Thielen on a bye. He doesn't really have another receiver to slide in there. Also, Harry Butts, the best kicker in the league, is on a bye week. And Brandon doesn't really care if he wins this week or not. So what? it doesn't do him any good to drop the best kicker in the league when he's going to need him to and stay away from me, the tin man. You know uh, – Credit to Trent. Trent called him out, asked him what's going on, and Brandon gave the typical, no, I would never do that to you. I'm going to play an honest game. But we're just looking at the numbers here, and unless he drops a, an important player or a key player to his loser bracket success, I just don't really see him doing that. Uh, so he might drop this, giving Deets an automatic win, put him at 6-6, six and six, but all of a sudden, everything might flip. So there might be some drama this week in the league. I think there's going to be a little bit of drama, but hey, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and you got to look out for number one. Yeah, you got to look out for yourself. I give Brandon credit for that. And if he is going to make changes, expect him at 11.58 just before kickoff because Brandon, just typical fashion, wants to make everyone on the edge of their toes see what's going to happen. The worst thing would be if his team shits the bed, he doesn't play enough players, and Dietz gets a sloppy, like, 72-point victory. Which could very well happen with Dietz's low score output this Dietz year. Is, Dietz has actually got a lot of buys this week as well. A couple of his key players are out. So he's got Patty Mahomes on the bench. Juju. Uh, he's also got Melvin Gordon on the Juju's bench. Just a push, never Stephon mind. Diggs. So, I mean, this is really yeah. the week you want to play Dietz. So Brandon might trip himself into a win, not even needing the play. Uh, a full roster, so uh, curious to see how that plays out. Shake and bake versus Jones and for my Julio. I, I anticipate Miller's going to lose this game, but he's still at six and six. He still has a lot of points for at uh, one thousand sixty four. So his shot is still good. So uh, you know he's on a, a hot streak himself. Miller's won three in a row. He's went from three and five to six and five. So a loss here doesn't really kill him. He still has a really good shot, you know, as long as he puts out a good scoring output. Jones and for Julio West, offensive firepower out the ass, but as long as Miller just puts up 100 points even in a loss, I think he's in good shape. I do too. Miller's actually impressed me quite a bit this year. I yes. could not have been more wrong. You know, he's a little strappy fellow. And even with his number one pick, DeAndre only being the 16th ranked receiver, he has figured it out. Uh, so He's put together a good squad. It, I mean, it's unfortunate that Marlon Mack had to break his hand at this moment, but we'll see what happens. So we've talked about Deeds, we've talked about Miller, we've talked about yourself and Jared a little bit. Then we have Trent. Trent has a good squad. I think trading uh, Alvin Kamara away is just going to be his kiss of death. You know, he. I knew why he made that trade. He needed James Conner that week. Alvin Kamara was, you know, injury-ridden. Uh, but then he acquired Mark Andrews, which I think will help. Drew Brees, which is going to be huge. So he made a great trade just last week with Brandon. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out for him, uh, but he needs this one bad. If I was a betting man, I would bet that Trent makes it. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If there was one guy in this league that something tragic would happen to and then they would miss the playoffs, it would be Trent. Trent would be 1A, and then the second person that would happen to would potentially be Miller. Yes, I agree. The the carry, the carry kiss of death. But it, right now, I, I don't foresee that happening. So, okay, we've talked about all the teams in the mix. Miller, Trent, Jared, D. Tagan. That's five teams. There's only three available slots. Ryan... Who do you think are those three getting the slots? And I know I'm putting you on on a you know tough tough situation here because your team's involved. But. So here's what I think, objectively speaking, if I was not in the league and I was just making an outside pick, I think that 
my team is, well, we're going to eliminate them. Okay. I'm out. Uh, and then, just based on matchups, I I don't know. It's going to be tight, man. I think that Dietz is going to win this week. And then I think that Dietz is looking like he's probably going to beat me. So I think Dietz is in. I think Miller's in. And I think it's going to come down to Jared and Trent. But if Trent wins this week, I think Jared's out because he plays West. Right. So this is the game that I think decides. And if Trent wins one of the next two, he's still going to be in a really good situation because he's got so many more points than everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. So who are you going with then? I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Trent makes it. Okay. I'm going to go with Miller makes it. I'm going to go with Dietz makes it. And as much as this pains me to say, because he's a crafty player, I think I think Jared might just kind of get boned here. Okay, I, I, I like that. We have two of the three uh, same uh, people here, which, I mean, when you kill only pick three or four, it's, it's going to happen. I think Miller's in. Uh, he might lose this week, but I think he's in. You went with Trent? I went with Trent. I, I'm going with Jared. I'm very on the fence about this game, but I'm seeing Rodgers off a of bye. I'm seeing Saquon in the lineup. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing Aaron Jones off a of bye. Uh, if, you know, I hate to say it, but if Alvin Kamara was there instead of James Conner, I think I'm rolling with Trent. But I think yeah. that just might be the difference. I think it's going to be a really tight game. I'm going with Jared. I just can't see him going out, uh, losing three, potentially four in a row to end his season. He's going to find a win somewhere there. So I got Miller. I got Jared. And I'm rolling with Deets. Why? No dirty beats. St- no statistical or factual reason behind it. Just because he's Kyle slithering slick dick deets, and that's what he does. He gets in the playoffs every year, and he's gonna look at you from the sixth seat, maybe a five seat, and just go, "Hey, I'm here," and then he's here, and that's it. <laughs> he's ready to party. So, so that's get some EDM music going because it's about yeah, to be a rager. It's about to be a rager down in um, Indy. But the reason I say that about Jared team is just I. <laughs> I think he's got a really good team, and I think his team, if he makes the playoffs, could win it all. He's got a lot of firepower. The only reason I'm saying that really is just because I think he's got, like, the outside of my schedule, I think he's got the worst circumstances. Yes, yeah, that is tough. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm glad we sat down to talk about this. But, uh, Hagen, what else do you have to say? You know, that's that's all I have for this week's episode. Um I've pretty much already accepted my fate. I got all of my anger out last week on the Ryan's pity party. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm preparing for the worst. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this segment. A little different, but I thought we really needed to sit down and discuss these implications. Uh, after next week, we got one week to go, and then we'll really get to the nitty-gritty and see uh, where everyone stands. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Hanging Out with Hagen. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, thank you very much for tuning in. Your listenership is very much appreciated. Best of luck in the final weeks of the season here, and we'll see you next week.